time when the fun begins. You may now have fun. Hi, I'm the operations expert. And I'm the dispatcher. And welcome to Organise Fun, the board game podcast, where this week we've been playing Pandemic, which seems, you know, it's a game that we've had for ages and it's taken us till year six to get to it on the spreadsheet. <laughs> yeah, when you said it, I was like, surely we have done an episode on this. Like, if, if you're going to say, what game have we definitely done an episode on? I would have said Pandemic. We've done the Pandemic <laughs> Rapid Response, the one where you fly about in the aeroplane, haven't we? But we haven't done original Pandemic. Yeah, I don't know if the Rapid Response was a win. I can't remember. I quite liked it. Oh, no. I, I, I don't know. I, I like the OG Pandemic. Yeah, okay. Um, well, game. anyway, as usual, business first. Just got one bit of business. So, listener Mark, other Mark, not you, Mark, obviously, has been slowly catching up on the back catalogue. And he said, obviously, Bouquet was the fake game because the names that we created sounded like things that we would come up, you know, like he just knows our imagination too well. <laughs> I suppose so. <laughs> and also, obviously, do you remember in our Alien Fate of the Nostromo episode? And I was talking about how I watched Alien when I was like about 11 or 12. He was like, uh, it was way younger than that. He reckoned, well, because, okay, so he has done his research. So we watched them on TV because Alien and Aliens were on TV in the preceding weeks for the TV premiere of Alien 3 in the UK, which was in 1990. Well, the film came out in 1992, so probably TV premiere 1993. So we were probably eight (laughs) when we first watched Alien. (laughs) Which is even worse, I guess, than 11 or 12. I mean, that's like 10 years too young. (laughs) Worse films to watch when you're really young, I think. I suppose. Well, that's interesting because I definitely had Alien 3 taped off the TV. Mm. when it was on then yeah. I don't remember watching it no I oh, don't no, I, I, I remember what's his name must have been the first one with his head off all in like that sort of white yeah well, oh. Ian Holm yeah yeah <laughs> but there you go so turns out I watched Alien much younger than I initially thought I did sign up today for your local phone patrol anyway as I said this week we've been playing Pandemic it's well I don't know whose turn it is to read the box but I've got the box, so I'll read. Well, spoilers, we both lost. I mean, we lost. That's true. Collectively, we lost. We lost, the world lost, everyone lost. You and your companions are highly skilled members of a disease-fighting team. Mm, Highly skilled, not sure about that. Waging a battle against four deadly diseases. Your team will travel across the globe, stemming the tide of infection and developing the resources you'll need to discover the cures. You must work together using your individual strengths to destroy the diseases before they overtake the world. The clock is ticking as outbreaks and epidemics accelerate the spread of the plague. Will you find the cures in time? The fate of humanity is in your hands. It's for ages 13 plus, so when I watched Alien, I would not have been old enough to play Pandemic. For two to four players, and it should take about four 45 minutes unless you lose super quickly like we did but yeah so basically the game outline the board is a map of the world and these four diseases are represented by little colored cubes and all the cities have various bits of disease and you have to go around curing the diseases and collecting the right colored cards to cure the diseases if we cure all four diseases then we win however there are quite a few lose conditions it's one of those games where it's much easier to lose than it is to win 
So we have a deck of cards, and if those cards run out, then we lose, which is what happened to us. But similarly, if there's too much disease in the world, like if you're not curing it as you go or healing it, then you lose. And if there's too many like actual pandemic events, then you lose. So the odds are already stacked against you. Without So I'm just going to talk through the turn mechanic. On your turn, there you get four actions. Oh no, let's go. No, first, our random characters. So we were given random characters, and each character supposedly has a special power. I did not look what the operations expert special power was. You though, I think I was the dispatcher. What I'm just trying to see. Could you move me? Okay, so so the dispatcher, which is me, I may move other players on my turn as if they were me. Crafty. What are you? Oh, operations expert does not have to play the card matching the city his player occupies when performing the build a research station action. Oh, what? Okay, I should have paid attention to that because I waited till I was in the right place to build a research station. Uh, And because of that, we lost. Because of that, yeah, that's my (laughs) fault. We lost because of that. Yeah. And I mean, there's like a good mix, isn't there? You know, like other games, for every action, there's a character that is good at that. In classic Matt Leacock style, you know, like Forbidden Island. I was just about, I was just, that's what came into my head when you said that because there's like the the little people that you have on that. So for every action, there's someone that's good at that. So there's someone that can move better there's someone that can heal diseases better there's someone that can trade cards better okay so it's just about having that balance of of what you've got on your team because it is a cooperative game it is indeed a cooperative game what's the the you know when like the infections happen and they go like do do after all the other things there's like what's the turn mechanic name for that i'm sure there's a name for it the type of game where a bit like arkham does that doesn't it there's like one thing and then it oh that's gonna set off that and that's yeah gonna, you know like oh i'm thinking of when the monsters like go off yeah, well, so in Arkham, it's called the Surge, isn't it? Monster the Surge. And then this is just an outbreak. I don't think there's an actual, like, just generic game term for that. You know, like, when one thing happens and it makes something else Like a happen. chain reaction. Oh, there's, this is a uh-uh game. I can't remember <laughs> what it is. I've this is a sure you're something. fucked and you're going to lose game. <laughs> Compliance will be reported. Yes. So you've got your person with your special powers that you may or may not be aware of. Then you, on your turn, you get four actions to spend. And that can be moving to another city. If you're lucky enough to have the right cards, you can fly further. But generally, just one city along costs one action. Build a research station. And research stations are the only places where you can cure the diseases. So you start off with one in Atlanta. But Atlanta is not the most handy of locations. Do you know why it's in Atlanta? Because no. that's where the CDC is, the Center for Disease Control. Oh. It's where they go in The Walking that. Dead. Do you remember? No. Cool. Well, so you start off with that one, the CDC, but then you can build them elsewhere just to make it easier. So wherever you are in the world, you kind of should always be near a research center. You can treat disease. So as you go, it costs one action to just heal a little disease cube from one of the cities. You can share knowledge, swap cards. And if you've got five cards, cards of the same color then you can cure a disease and come you know come up with a vaccine for it that makes that disease less consequential for your game did you have any particular tactics for when deciding which of those many many options to spend your four actions on not really it is whatever this mechanic is called <laughs> that type of reaction that you have you're just trying to put out fires yeah. to stop it overflowing so and obviously sometimes you are stuck with like what card 
you've got, how far you can get. So you just have to do whatever's nearest or you see something building up. But at least in a cooperative game, you could sort of discuss that and be like, well, you're like we did. Well, you're over there. That's getting like bad. So you stay there and I will concentrate on this bit, this side. At least you can distribute yourself across. And everything's like open information, isn't it? Because like, so you could see my cards. I could see your cards. We could use each other's action cards. So we were like, you know, okay, well, I've got more blue cards. So I'll focus on healing the blue disease. You focus on the yellow disease. But yeah, same really. So cities can have either one disease cube, two disease cubes or three disease cubes. If it ever gets more than three, then there's a disease outburst and the disease spreads to the neighboring. So I was literally just looking, right, where has got three disease cubes already? Because they are in danger of of causing us trouble. And I was trying to go for those to heal those. And yeah, as you said, it was literally just firefighting until... So obviously at the end, once you've done your four actions, you get to draw two new cards. And so I was just firefighting until I had drawn five blue cards. So then I would go to the research center. So it's that kind of element. It has that little bit of obviously strategy, but there's also the luck element of which cards you draw of how quickly you get a set of five to cure the disease forever. Which I will now call the uh mechanic. The uh <laughs> mechanic. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that you don't want. No. What's the best thing? Because if they get up to three, they spawn, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to fly to Sydney. Well, I'm in Hong Kong, so I'll go and reduce Seoul a bit. Oh, shit. I can't get across. To, I thought I could do across to Santiago. From? Well, from Sao Paulo, but there's not a lot. I thought I could just walk there, if you know what I mean. You <laughs> walk from Sao yeah. Paulo to Santiago. So, anywhere critical. Milan is critical. Hong Kong. Hong Kong's only on two. Oh no, yeah, Milan and Washington. Oh, and Santiago, which I should I should yeah. help sort out. Okay, right, I'll go to Milan. Shall I leave Miami and Washington to you? Because I got I can fly to Bangkok and then go to Hong Kong and sort that out. Well, I've got three blue cards. Shall I aim for blues? Yeah, okay. San Francisco. Why is there a red one on San Francisco? Because oh, Tokyo can... exploded. So nowhere is currently in danger, which is good. So So, where am I? There. I'm just going to... You're okay in the blue and the black time. So I'm just going to do a little Healy trail through the yellows. All I need to do is get to Atlanta or Karachi, and then I can heal the blue disease. I can eradicate that bastard. Ah, you've got five yellows now. Oh, yeah. Get down to Karachi on your next turn. Get down to Karachi and heal the yellows. We've just got the red and the black to do. I've got two blacks already, so shall I focus on blacks? Okay, I'll head towards the reds. Okay. So yeah, you draw two cards and they're either cities, which are useful because if you've got the the city card, you can fly to that city or you can build stuff on that city. You know, it's useful, but also collecting color sets, useful. Or there are these events which I guess alleviate some of the game stress. Like you had one that meant no new infections happened that turn. I had one where I could rearrange some cards in the deck. So I was trying to prioritize, okay, which cities are at risk of exploding and I'll put those further down the deck so we've got longer before they come up again. Add one research station to any city. Do you want me to do that? Yes, because research stations are where we can heal the diseases. Choose a city where to build a station. Where shall I build it? Well, so we've already we've got one in Atlanta. So should we do somewhere on the 
big mainland. Yeah. Karachi? Yeah, that's nice and central. Central, there we go. Draw, look at, and rearrange the top six cards of the infection deck and put them back on top. I might as well. If it will do any good. So, Istanbul, can you see how many cubes has Istanbul got? One. Beijing, red. Oh, Oh, Beijing's got none. Okay, so we want Beijing at the top. Milan? Milan. That's got two. So we want Milan quite low. Tehran has got one. So hang on, let's get Tehran above Milan. Miami has got one. So let's get Miami above Milan. And Moscow, two. Okay, so I've got Beijing at the top because that's clear. And then I've got all the ones with one and then the ones with two. Shall I play Resilient Population? What did it do? Remove any one card on the affection discard pile from the game. I'm doing it. Oh, shit. Okay, where's in danger? Bangkok. Bangkok, yeah. Let's get rid of Bangkok then. See you later. So you draw cards into your hand and then is the shittery phase. And Matt Leacock's games always have a shittery phase. Forbidden Island and Forbidden Sky is the one where you draw the cards and parts of it sink and lightning strike, you know, shit happens. And in this case, it's another deck of all the cities. And each time you draw a card, you put a disease cube in that city. The disease gets worse. And that's when your three, your three cubers, then if they get a fourth cube, da 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 da, they explode. The disease spreads, things get bad. And amongst that deck, just like every other Matt got game, you know, the equivalent of the Water Rising card in Forbidden Island is the Epidemic card. And when you get that, you shuffle all the previously dealt cards, cities, back into the deck so that ones that have previously been infected can now be infected again. And that's the bastard because it's this constant, like you said, again, just firefighting, but you know a city is never going to be completely cured because it's always going to get shuffled back in at the next epidemic. Although we did get quite close to it. I mean, I as soon as we started playing, I was like, well, obviously we're not going to win. Like no one's ever won this. But actually, I we got halfway. Yeah, we cured two of the diseases, didn't we? Which is more than I thought. Yeah. So, I mean, I can see this being possible. I'm trying to think in our entire history, have we ever won pandemic? <laughs> I think no, we must have. I don't think so. Nah, for every, you know, for every fluke where it takes us ages, there must be the reverse fluke of where you know i don't know by turn two oh we've got a set of five let's cure you know it must be i'm sure we have but yes and that's that's the sort of fun tense part obviously there's the strategy part but then that second bit is pure luck and when you're turning over the infection cards it's like oh which city's gonna get it oh i've just cured that one off you know that's like the tension bit yes Oh, shit, did Seoul burst? Yeah. Fuck. Where's getting infected? Khartoum and Hong Kong. Oh, shit. Mm. Fucking Hong Kong. Europe's going to blow up. Europe is going to go to the shit. Now we're up to three on the infection rate. So where is getting the shit? London, Lagos, and Paris. Okay, Europe is definitely in trouble. I was surprised, actually. I know we have played it before, but I I think this is probably the first time that I've really understood it 100, 100%. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It's a lot easier than I thought it was, actually. It is. Quite straightforward. And it's one of those games, it is really popular. It's... I feel like it's come from like more of a the niche sort of gaming side of things to being more of a mainstream game. Mm. I mean, it's been going, it came out years and years ago, didn't it? Yeah. But I feel like it is now up there as one of the all time sort of more 
well-known Yeah, games. and I wonder, do you think it suffered or it had a boost during the actual pandemic? <laughs> Probably had a boost. <laughs> but remember when, was it at my work? I don't know if it actually happened or not. Wasn't there like a pandemic, as in the game, like party, where it was like a, it was like bring a copy of Pandemic to and like everybody was going to play Pandemic. I don't know, raising money for like doctors or something maybe. Do you remember that? I don't remember that. Or was it Rules of Play that did it or something? I remember there was like at some point, I mean, this is when it first came out or when it first got quite popular. Mm. I'm sure there was like a pandemic party where you would just, everyone would just play their copies of Pandemic and stuff. I think Pandemic Absolutely. would be one of those games that would work really well as a giant, you know, giant map of the world on the sports hall floor sort of thing. And you guys are diseases and you got to do this. I mean, and it's sort of quite a bit educational in a way as well. Yes. How? What's it teaching us? Show how diseases spread. Yeah, okay. I mean, I've learned where Bogota was. <laughs> also, on the map, are they all where they are in real life? It's not one of these yeah. situations <laughs> where they slightly change the name and move them. No, I think they are all there. Okay. Although, nah, that's brought me on to something. Now, we just played with the base game because we were playing on Board Game Arena, but I have many expansions for this. And Pandemic, actually, so edition one and edition two are completely different but what they released was a conversion kit so you could get all the original cards but with the new backs on so you didn't have to buy the whole base set again they just you bought the conversion kit really it was you know like 10 quid or whatever but you got all the components but all like with the new backs so you could shuffle them in with the new expansion stuff so that was bonus points for zedman games for doing that but the only problem was between edition one and edition two they changed one city and i can't remember which one it was it was a blue one in north america so my board has the old city on but i don't think there's a card for there's something where something changed like one city one part of the map changed which just like why why would you change one whole city it's a shout after you especially if after you've gone all to that effort to make yeah. it change over so hang on expansions for this what do you get in an expansion so there's on the brink where you get I think one of them has there's a fifth purple disease Ooh. that's like the mutation disease and it mutates and changes and it's generally more shit and then there's one where one of you you can play a symmetrically so some of you are the researchers trying to stop the disease but then there's one like bioterrorist bastard who's like going around spreading disease and it's a bit like you know like scotland yard or whatever where someone's on the map and they just keep a note of their location and if you catch them then there's that and then there's in the lab so remember that's the one with all the petri dishes so you know in this one the base game you just swap five cards and you cure the disease but with the in the lab it's not that simple you have to actually like go into the lab and like put cubes in these petri dishes and like synthesize the cure maybe we've played expansions because that's why i thought this was so simple when you I yeah. was, maybe i was thinking of all those extra things and thinking yeah i, I didn't realize they were all expansions no so that base game is actually quite simple and i think it's a good one as well for people that are going from like more how do you say it sort of more complicated game you know not your general you know your cludos and your mm. traditional normal ones if you want to get into sort of games a bit more this i think is a really good one to start with because it's not so complicated but it's got those elements that I yeah don't know, Arkham and all of the and ones have. I think the latest the last expansion I don't think there's been an expansion for a while I think Pandemic the, like this version is pretty much done but it was like Hinterlands where it can like infect animals and go cross species and do all that sort of shit but oh. it's the kind of game 
where it's become a brand in itself, hasn't it? Because there are now like historical specific versions of pandemic. So you can get one where instead of fighting disease, oh, it's called Rising Tides and you're in the Netherlands building dams to stop it flooding. Oh, wow. And there's, oh, is it Fall of Rome? Rome, there's something Rome where it's ancient Rome. Oh, and there's one cool. Iberia where it's like cholera or something in the 1800s you know and there's also star wars pandemic now clone wars pandemic there is cthulhu we've got pandemic reign of cthulhu i think like a cool one would be like pandemic victorian london and it's like just a map of london with like the black death and stuff yeah it's like different towns and things that would be cool black death would be cool and there's also tons of other you know with every game so there's pandemic the card game there's pandemic the dice game there's obviously pandemic rapid response that we've played there's pandemic legacy there's three sets of that you know it's one of these that has just spawned many 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 iterations because it is such a simple mechanic to pick up and adapt you know it's it's spawned all these different versions of it oh my god just like in pandemic spawning yeah, all of these absolutely <laughs> pandemic itself is infecting the board game market <laughs> are we having fun yet Okay, cool. Should we frag? Let's. Let's frag. Go for it. Fun. Fun. Yeah, I really like this actually. More than I thought because it was less complicated than I thought. I'm going to give it five. Oh yeah. I went four just because maybe it was just the way that I was playing like my my strategy inverted commas lack thereof. But like because I was just waiting to get the sets of five cards so we could cure the disease. Literally all I was doing was just well I'll move to this city and cure a disease and then I'll move to that. You know there was I felt like I was either doing one or the other the despite there being all these different options and actions and things i was just like move and cure move and cure move and cure which got a bit sort of repetitive for me replayability oh i think there's a lot of potential in this because it's going to be different every time all the way that it you know the luck of the cards the luck of the disease (laughs) who which characters you are i'm gonna give it four cool i went five this time Because it is it is relatively simple. All you're doing is basically just reshuffling a city deck when you want to play again. And it is different each time, different. There's enough, because it's the whole world, there's many, many, many cities. So there's always going to be outbreaks in different places. It's not like there's a particular hot zone. Sort of, oh, that's another version, pandemic hot zones. So rather than playing the whole world, it's like a smaller mini version where you just play with like North America or you just play with Europe or and it's oh, more I going to say it's like about global warming or something <laughs> but yeah so i think it's it's quick enough and the setup is simple enough and if you got really close like imagine if you were so close to curing the fourth disease and then you bombed out it wouldn't be too much of an ask to be like oh shit come on let's try again let's see if we can do it you know aesthetic yeah they're like, yeah i mean it's it's a nice map it's fits the theme it's I, I, can you have a medical map of the world if there was one it would look like this <laughs> <laughs> like it's I, I know i mean scientific that's it it's a scientific map of the world not cartoony or anything like that it's it's not like I don't, it just does what it does and the little cube things are perfect for it you wouldn't want them as like little you know cartoon germs or anything like that no you wouldn't want that no it's it fits the theme perfectly oh i need to give it a score four okay i went for three and i know this isn't strictly fair because we played the computer version but the real life version okay yes there was the conversion kit but even between expansions there are disparities like some of the pawns are different sizes and the original four 
disease cubes are like opaque, but then the fifth purple, they're slightly different size and they're see-through. You know, there's just a bit where stuff doesn't quite match up for me, you know, and if they're going to go to the effort to make this conversion kit for the cards, they could just release a set of pawns that are all the same size or they could, you know what I mean? Like it's it's not difficult. Maybe they had a change of staff between... Maybe, maybe they did. (laughs) No hand over notes there. No. Gameplay? I'm going to give it five. It was really good fun. And I, I, my favourite bit is the uh, moment where all the little things <laughs> out and infect and you don't know which one's going to overspill. Yeah. That's fun than the Arkham monsters overspilling because when that happens, you're like, oh, I don't know, for this one, it's like, oh, okay, let's get to work. I think it's, yes, it's it's an inconvenience, isn't it, the overspills, but all you have to do is go there and spend an action to cure it. Whereas with like an Arkham monster surge, it's not, get, once you go there and fight the monster, it's not guaranteed that you'll win. That like nine times out of ten, the monster will kill you. <laughs> That's it, yeah. That is exactly it. Even when you get there and it's you're like, oh, actually, it's yeah. not over yet. <laughs> I went four for gameplay just, just because I'm just a bit stingy. And, you know, all the expansions, it does get more complicated. There is more to remember and, and stuff like that. But that gives it 17, a frag of 17. Not bad. So that is pretty good. Was it a win or not then, Pandemic? Yes. <laughs> Jolly good. So that makes it 117 to the gamers, 41 to the haters there we go speaking of pandemic like we've been in one for the last <laughs> the last however many years I'm so it's like it, it shows you how these things work yeah, yeah yeah would it be tasteless to do like a pandemic coronavirus special <laughs> probably corona I edition do, i want to do a c's one now i want to do a different i want to do i'm going to look up other versions fair enough cool well yeah well i've been phil i've been mark and remember non-relinquim in arca aperculo and always wash your hands <laughs> you can find us on facebook at organized fun pod you can find us on x at fun organized thanks for listening bye ludophiles bye, bye. <laughs> 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 now is the time when we stop good night